Hello, hello. This is Selena here, your host with Aligning, Igniting, and Activating Your Life. And it is an absolute honor and an absolute privilege to have you here listening to this podcast today. Enjoy. All right, ladies. So I'm still a little froggy. Yeah. The the universe (laughs) kind of put the smack down and said, hey, I want you to take some rest. I want you to take some time to recoup. I want you to take some time to process and allow your body to heal. And those times, again, always come with a little bit of an extra jolt of channeling and messages and just realizations of certain things. And, you know, this last week, I really got to thinking of how intricate going to the gym, working out, moving in the gym you know, even if it's just five minutes on the treadmill to warm up, I don't really do cardio. All right. Most of you know that I'm not a big cardio person unless I'm actually training for a marathon. And yes, I've ran a marathon. Um, unless I'm training for something like that or doing, you know, some type of a race that's going to be, you know, six to 10 miles, uh, maybe with some obstacles or something like that. I really don't do cardio, right? Cardio ends up actually, that is your metabolism. I want you to think of that. So that means You've created this external thing where you're going to go walk on this, I call it a hamster wheel or the elliptical or whatever, and that is your metabolism. Instead of actually creating or enhancing the metabolism within your body, instead of turning on that fire of the metabolism inside of your body. And so again, I'm not saying don't go walk on the treadmill, warm up or take a little bitty jog, right? But I'm saying don't do hours and hours on that. You're going to gain far more benefit by actually picking up those weights and lifting those weights. And I know as women that that sometimes it just feels wrong, right? It feels scary. It feels like everybody's put the spotlight on you and that everybody is watching you while you are in that gym. I get it. I really do. Here in our little bitty small town, I was really one of the only women or girls, whatever you want to say, in this area that lifted weights. And so I really opened the door through my uncomfortableness of going to the gym and showing up and learning and figuring out how to lift these weights, you know, becoming a personal trainer, going on and doing five bodybuilding shows, going on and doing three CrossFit Opens, you know. And so many other different adventures that, you know, fitness and health has brought me. But one that I really want to come back to today and one that really came through on why it has been so important is the communication, the listening, the connection to myself, my higher self, my soul, and my body while I lift weights, while I hit that treadmill for a few moments, the opening of being able to receive a different message than maybe what we're focused on in our day-to-day lives that goes on when you go to the gym, when you start actually physically moving your body to help move and recirculate, right? And to help process some of the emotions that are trapped and stored there. Now, I'm not saying that this takes the full place of doing actual in-depth, you know, timeline therapy or um, you know, emotional healing practices and modalities like I utilize with individuals to really get to the roots of why they're feeling the deep emotions, why they're having the anxiety, why they're having the, you know, deep down depression that they're struggling with, or why, you know, the deep overwhelm, feeling stuck, the anger that pops up, the angry outbursts, you know, maybe yelling at their children and, you know, their spouse and, and not 
really being able to understand in the moment, like why that's really there and why that's really happening. So with that, I, I want to stress, you know, so much of the gym and fitness, you know, over the years was focused on men and this masculinity aspect of it. And yet, even though yoga and meditation, a lot of the, you know, originating founders or creators or implementers or teachers of those practices have been men. So, you know, the gym is more of a flowing movement. And as women, we are really created to flow and to move. That's how we, you know, really tap into our our highest divinity. That's when we really have tap into our real feminine nature. I want you to think, how do you feel when you dance? Now, I'm not saying dancing when I know some of you immediately went to, oh gosh, when somebody's watching me and they say, no, like when nobody's there, maybe you're in your car and you're just moving and you're dancing. Like, how do you feel? Right. And that same feeling is something that I have been able to feel and that so many other women that I know have been able to tap into and feel and by helping them to really take that initial step and getting into the gym, learning to lift the weights, picking up the weights, you know, falling in love with themselves while they're falling in love with caring for and moving their bodies, while they're finding this coalition or correlation of strength in squeezing and lifting the weight and grabbing a higher pound of dumbbell or, you know, getting to a higher um, weight on snatch or yes, I did say snatch. That's a crossfit movement. So don't think it's something else, you know. Um, but, you know, through this, this physical, you know, ability to be able to see their progress, to be able to start physically seeing over time. And I want you to know that lifting weights isn't something that day one or week one or week two or even week four, that you're really going to be able to see the work that you're creating, the, you know, quote, metabolism by creating this denser muscle tissue underneath that you are actually building and creating that increases your metabolism overall. So, you know, I feel like for me, when I think of meditation and when I think of yoga, do I do do yoga now? Yes, but I do it more to stretch. Like my body's needing stretch. There's things, muscles, you know, my tendons, things that are needing stretched and moved. It's not of something to tap me into something higher. Um, when I think about meditation, you know, for me, it and even yoga and be having to be quiet and having to be still like it takes me back to this in these inner child moments of you know go sit in the corner you know you're in trouble being punished right and yet I feel like so much of that many women resonate with because we are active women you know we're active creations we you know are again meant to be in flow not to sit in strict confinement and I'm not saying that there cannot be some benefits of learning to quiet the mind, yes, but for women to really be able to process and to move things, we need more than just that feminine or or what you know seems like just this peaceful, quiet state of just sitting. We need the actions. We need the movement. Right? We're really multidimensional beings, and you know that's where in the gym whether you're listening to music, whether you're not listening to music, whether you're, you know, keying into your breath, sinking your breath to your movements and what you're doing, um, you're really connecting to yourself at a higher space. So, 
you know, if you have struggled with meditation, if you have struggled with yoga, you know, I remember when I first started with yoga, my husband and I would go and we almost got kicked out of class because like literally there was a fly there that day, like truthfully, but we just kept busting up laughing. Like I kept thinking how do these people do these things, right? Like it was, it, it had me out of my head and very, yes, uncomfortable, but in the same token, it was very rigid. You know, there are some flow yogas that I've done that are absolutely remarkable and absolutely, you know, amazing. But I really feel, you know, for us as women that, you know, actually lifting the weights and moving and doing different types of of lifting can actually, you know, mobilize and help us to release and work through and move these emotions out of our bodies, not out of a space of, oh, I need to go lift some weights. I'm going to go get in here and I'm going to go do this, right? Sure, in the beginning, you may be feeling that, right? But as we learn to start processing through those emotions, I know I've had tears in the gym. Um, But again, this has been an evolution and a growth and really being able to see the appreciation of it. But, you know, a lot of women get stuck in the space because they see the gym as punishment. They they have utilized it as something to um, validate, oh, I'm not good enough, right? So I need to go to the gym so I can get skinnier, so I can feel better, so I can look better in a dress or, look, you know, be better for my spouse. And I want to tell you, all of those things are all stories. They're not truths. They're not facts. Yes, I said that. They're all stories. And, you know, those of you that are saying, I want to heal that. I don't, I don't want to feel that anymore. I want to be able to go to the gym and I want to be able to be lit up. I want to be able to go to the gym and see what I see in other people when they're there and they're having fun and they're laughing and they're enjoying it and their bodies are actually transforming instead of the one who goes straight over to the treadmill. They go straight over to the elliptical machine, the comfort little area part, right? And does the same thing over and over. Maybe they even lift a few weights, right? But they're the same weights that they pick up every single time. And they've been doing this for six months. They've been doing this for a year. They've been doing this for five years and their bodies are not changing. You know, there is a difference in going through the motions and embodying the emotions, embodying the act of what it is that you're doing, going through the act of what it is that you're doing. There is a difference in that. We can either take something that can be of health and benefits to heal and to grow and to learn more about ourselves, right? There's a lot of lessons that go come for women in the gym that I've been so blessed to be able to help them through as a trainer over all these years and now as an emotional healing practitioner and coach, you know, and even in, you know, my sexology and sexpert education and relationship coaching, you know, there's so many lessons, so many growth moments that come through in the gym, right? Our inability to be able to be seen in the gym oftentimes is reflected in the bedroom, right? Even our most significant intimate relationships with our spouse, we feel the desire or we feel the need to hide. And so really being able to get to the actual roots of where that originated from. And those are things that, you know, aren't just there on the conscious space. Most of us have never been taught how to actually pull up those moments in our timelines, how to pull up where that really originated from. And I'll tell you, you know, in the work that I do, it's not even just in our lifetime. It's in our past lives. It's in our generations, you know, of past of where these things have been passed on, right? I want you to think, was your grandma super, super secure in these areas? Was your mother super, super secure in these areas? Maybe it was an aunt. Maybe, you know, it was someone else in your lineage that, 
you know, you've seen this trend, you've seen this trend of insecurity, you've seen this lack of confidence, you've seen this, you know, common thread of anxiety over and over and over again. And we sit back and we've been so conditioned and so numbed out to think that that's just how things have to be. I get saddened when I see posts of, oh, well, I'm just a high functioning anxiety individual. I'm going to tell you, don't own those labels. Don't place those labels upon yourself. You're really, truly desiring to let that go. If you want to live in that space, I get it. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes that's where we are in the season of living in and that's how we're going to define ourselves, but it does not have to be a part of your life. It is a label. It is a story that is created. It's a story that reinforces keeping you stuck in that same loop, you know, and I know each of you have deep down inside of yourselves, this desire to no longer sit and live in that anxiety, to no longer sit and live in that shame, to no longer sit and live so uncomfortable in your body that you just want to hide, that you throw on the baggy clothes, that you hide behind somebody else in a picture, you don't show up in the picture at all, you know, and then you sit on the sidelines later saying, dang, I wish I could have been captured in that moment, right? You have these regrets of these moments, like I get it, I get it. You look at a picture, you tear yourself apart, you tell somebody to delete it, to remove it, right? Maybe it's even you for someone else. You know, I've seen mothers that have said, oh my gosh, no, take my daughter's picture down because she looks big in that picture, you know, or whatever. And it saddens me because you know, and you can see where that has, you know, been, been passed. And, you know, we can heal those things, not just for us. This is all part of my journey is I didn't want my children to feel the way that I felt. I wanted to, you know, I was driven to find a way for me to feel better for me to feel more confident, for me to feel less anxious and less depressed and less you know, suicidal at times. And by doing that, I knew that I would be able to teach my children a different way, to be able to lead in the way that they knew that there was always a hope, that there was always a way that they were capable, that they could do things that they didn't yet believe that they could do. Because I would show them that way through my own journey, not you know, of proving it to them or anything like that, but of that just being the way of life, right? Where others' way of life is, well, I'm just overweight. Our whole family's overweight. We're just sick, right? Again, you're all free and clear of those statements, but I know that we've lived and heard and maybe even said those things ourselves over time. And really, it's just... That's been the norm for so long, for so many years, for so many people. They've accepted that as the truth. So with that, I want you to know that you can enjoy the gym as much as you enjoy dancing in your private sector. But being able to actually be able to go in, like how would that feel to be able to go in and have people look at you and see the shifts and changes, see you smiling, see you confident. How would you feel being confident in the gym? How would it feel to not have the story every time that you're thinking of going to the gym of something coming up, someone needing something, something getting in the way of you not going? Or maybe it's the thought, maybe it's the overwhelm, maybe it's sitting in the parking lot out there and talking yourself out of going in. Sitting in such fear of what may happen. What if you were able to pull up to the gym 
to know that that's what you were going to do, that if something did come up that you could just, you would go later. Like you just, you showed up later, right? You didn't feel this threat. You, you looked at it as, hmm, this could be a potential obstacle to prevent me from going, right? To keep me back in the same loop of not going to the gym, not taking care of myself, not feeling better not learning about myself, not seeing and feeling and, and witnessing my own strength growing over time. So what if we change the story? What if you change the story? What if you had a space that could support you in helping you to change the story? This is literally the lifeblood of one of my signature programs. You know, I, I for a while kept thinking, you know, I, I, I love doing the emotional pieces of it, right? The fitness piece was so easy that I thought, you know, maybe that's not where I'm supposed to be, but it is. My release program touches on all of this. It touches on you really being able to navigate and to work through and to move through, through 12 live calls of where did your beliefs around your body, where did your beliefs around yourself, where did your beliefs around diet and eating and nutrition and your familial, you know, bodily makeups, you know, your deservingness, your willingness, your emotion. Where did all of these things originate from? And what is the story? What is the belief? What is the truth that you want to move forward with? Healing those moments that have kept you, that have kept your family, now your children, in the same loop. Helping these women to find their confidence to step into the gym. Helping them to step into what they already know, what really is healthy, what is good, what is nourishing for their bodies. Helping them to navigate maybe some potential harbors of, you know, parasites and viruses and different things that could be preventing them from losing or releasing the weight, as I prefer to say, because we don't ever want to lose something to have to find it again, right? But really releasing those things. Shifting and changing when we actually shift and change the emotional makeup that's floating through our bodies all the time our physical bodies start to transform and change when we are at a higher vibrational emotion around what we eat what we say what we do how we are in our day-to-day life I want you to think about that. You may be confident. You may be happy in your job. Like you do amazing in your job, right? You put all this energy, you put all this effort, you do all this for your job. Because you believe in that. You know that you can do that. Or in the gym, that's new. Taking care of your body, doing, you know, reversing, shifting, changing what you've been taught or what you've been preached or what's been, you know, ingrained in you, how you've lived, how you've ate for all these years, you know, changing those things. It's harder. It's new. It's like starting a new job. There's a lot to learn and you wonder if you're ever going to be able to do it, right? And we do that yet over and over and over again for other people. But when we decide to do that for ourselves, that's when things really change. That's when our life starts coming back to us. That's when we start aligning. That's when we start, you know, igniting. And we start activating our life again. this has resonated with you, please, if something has stood out to you, if there's been an aha moment, please find me on socials. Shoot me a little message. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story. If you're at a point that you're saying, I want to dive deeper, I, I really am ready 
to do things differently than what I've done before. I don't do things how, you know, every other million different, you know, here's your meal plan, follow this. Yes, I've done that in the past. If you are going to do a bodybuilding show, yes, we're going to go that route. I'm going to treat you like an athlete. We are going to fine tune your body, but we're also going to do the emotional pieces. Okay. I'll give you macros. We're going to have a set kind of meal plate for a short period of time for that show. And then it goes back to actually being able to nourish and take care of our body in a healthy manner after that. Remember, we're women of flow. We're not women of rigidity. Eventually, that rigidity turns into, you know, with with meal plans and strictness and restrictions and all of those things end up turning into eating disorders. They end up turning into other forms of punishment for our bodies. They end up harboring lots of anger, lots of resistance. Because we're putting ourselves back into a box. It's the same thing with the gym. If you are only going to follow this one little plan, you're going to do these same workouts over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Now, again, if your goal is to put on a lot of muscle tissue, you know, really dense, create more density in your muscle tissue. Yes, we're going to do that for a short period of time. But eventually there comes a point where you want to flow. There comes a point where there's a freedom in this lifting and a freedom in the gym. Instead of being restricted to what it is that we're doing. So with that, again, follow me on the socials at TikTok on, at Selena Traybuck. So S-A-L-E-N-A-T-R-A-B-U-C. On Instagram at Igniting Life. Oh, sorry. That's at Selena Traybuck underscore Igniting Life. <laughs> and I hope that you have an absolutely amazing, amazing day. And if you would like to take a step, this a step further and step into something one-on-one, if you maybe are just desiring some healing and emotional work yourself, or maybe your relationship is desiring this, please reach out to me. I will shoot you a form to fill out for um, an initial consult, and then we can go from there. So much love, so much light to you. Know that you're amazing, that you're beautiful, and that you have the power to change it all.